Father, as we come before you at this time of the morning, Lord, we ask for your preaching power. Lord, I ask that you would speak to us from on high. Lord, we desire to follow you. But as little children, we cannot go where we are not led. And Lord, you said that we ought to be as a little child. Lord, a little child can be taught. A little child can be led. And a little child, Lord, just simply trusts. So, Father, I pray as we come to you today, asking you for preaching power, I pray, Lord, for the anointing of the Spirit of God. Lord, that illumination that comes from on high. Lord, I pray that you would use me as a conduit, as a vessel, Lord. Flow through me, Lord. Use my vocal cords. Use my voice, Lord, that you've given to me, Lord, that really is not mine at all. Lord, there's a charge to keep that I have and a God to glorify. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want you to be glorified today. Lord, we want you to be lifted up today. Lord, we want to recognize you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, yes. Lord, we want to recognize you today as who you are. You're the Alpha and you're the Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You're the first and the last. Yes, yes. Lord, help us, Jesus, to be the kind of people, Lord, that don't just talk, but the kind of people that do what you say. Lord, change us. Metamorphosize. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would do something in this place today. Lord, this is your house. Lord, we don't just welcome you here, but we reverence you because you're already here. Yes, sir. We reverence you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise because you're already here. Lord, we are guests in your house. You are not a guest in your own house, but we are guests in your house. We are guests in your house, Jesus. Lord, we want to glorify you. 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 Lord, you say let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Oh, yes. Lord, you said if we don't praise you, that those rocks, those inanimate objects would cry out and praise you. Lord, we don't want the rock praising you for us. Lord, we can praise you for ourselves. Thank you for giving us hope upon us that we can praise you for ourselves. Thank you for giving us the beauty of our limbs so that we can raise our hands. Thank you for giving us good hands, Lord, good arms, so that we can raise, 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 We glorify you, Lord. We give you praise. We worship you. Because we know that the worship of this Lord goes to God who is your 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Thank you, Lord God. Yes. My, 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 Hallelujah. For just a little oh, while. If you would turn with me to the book of Hebrews and also the book of 1 Corinthians. And then we're going to go to the book of Numbers. Hebrews chapter 4. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The writer of the book of Hebrews says this in verse 1 of chapter 4. He says, and of course Hebrews was written to Christian people. He says, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Oh yes. For we which have believed do enter into rest as he said as I have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter into my rest although the works were finished from the foundation of the world for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise and God did rest the seventh day from all his, his works. works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, in Psalms, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, for if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another, another day. day. There remained therefore a rest, to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Now go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And then we will turn to the book of Numbers. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. Moreover, Brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant or unlearned how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat 
and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Uh-huh. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. All right. For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things uh-huh. as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters as were some of them idol worshipers. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Up to Numbers play. chapter 13. Verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers. Shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them? And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran, all those men were heads of the children of Israel. Now look right over to chapter 14, verse 1. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? The title of the message is The Path of Progress. Oh boy. The Path, path of, of Progress. Now, lest someone should say, well, Reverend Lewis, we are under a new dispensation which we are but Jesus said that I have not come to destroy the law or the prophets or the word there may be abolished but abolished means to do what to destroy Jesus said I have not come to destroy the law or the prophets but I have come to fulfill the law Jesus did not remove the law out of the way, but he removed the penalty of the law because he gave us the strength through the spirit of God to do what the law said. So Jesus said, I have not come to destroy the law or the prophets. So we do not. We look at the word of God. The Bible says in Corinthians, it said that these things were written for our learning and our admonition. And I'm glad that they were because none of us should have to go through a situation to learn about that situation that we should not have gone through. Because we ought to be able to look at the behavior of someone else and learn from their behavior and their mistakes what not to do. And so the writer here is telling us that these people, they were all under the cloud. They were all baptized into Moses. 
They all ate the same spiritual drink. They all ate the, they all drank the same spiritual drink and ate the same spiritual food. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. God is not a respecter of persons. But yet you can have two people go through the exact same situation. You can have two people and the spirit of God is moving in the church like he moved this morning. And one will respond to God and raise their hand and open their mouth and praise the Lord. And the other one will act like God isn't even there. Come on, come on. Seen it. It is not the situations that we go through, but it is how we respond in those situations. Yes, sir. Yes. Because what will drive one person away from the church and away from God will draw the other one to God. But nevertheless, it is easy for criticism to abound and increase towards a person or a group of people concerning their choices in a given situation or the the disposition that they may display in a given situation. I used to criticize the children of Israel. I said, well, you know, they saw God's cloud and they moved and their eyes actually saw it. It's not like us. We're reading about it, but they actually were there and actually saw the, the cloud as it was moving and leading them from place to place. The children of Israel went through 18 stops. Yes. 18 stops where God was leading them from Pharaoh and the land of Egypt and leading them into the promised land. That land of rest is entering into what God has already finished. God is trying to bring us into something that he has already finished. A place in God, a place in him that he has set up for you and I and nobody can keep us out of that place but ourselves. Because God is moving. God is welcoming us. God said, he said again, look, I said it one time, I want you to enter into my rest. And they were disobedient. The Bible said that they did not enter in because of unbelief. In every church in America this morning, the word of God is being preached. But the Bible told us in our scripture that we read in Hebrews that the word did not profit them. Why didn't it profit them? Because it was not mixed with faith. James said, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer. Oh, Rev, that was a good message. You sure knew what you were talking about. Oh, yeah, you sure know what you were saying. And, and, And God really used you. I heard what you said. But yet, if there's not something on the inside of you that connects with that word, that begins to make that word real to you and begin to write it upon the tablets of your heart, you will go out of those doors still doing the same thing, still feeling the same way, still fighting the same devil, still fighting the same depression, still fighting the same unbelief I can preach as hard as I want sweat as much as I want but yet if there's if it's not on the inside of you and it's mixed with faith it won't do any good it will just be another message only when we are placed in the exact situation ourselves will we begin 
to with some kind of grip get some kind of grip on the reality that they were facing. Yes, sir. But even then, we will not be able to understand totally because everybody doesn't feel the same or respond to situations in the same way. I can't tell you you shouldn't feel that way. And let me tell you something. Just because we are saved does not mean that doubts won't come. Does not mean that we won't fight some of the same things that we fought when we, before we were saved. You're still here. That's why God had to lead them from place to place because he was trying to pull this out of them. Lord, why am I over here experiencing this thing? Because God is trying to reach down on the inside of us and pull something out of us. Maybe at times past, we responded to situations in a negative way. Now we have learned better. Now God has worked something down on the inside of us. God does not just let us go through circumstances just to go through them. But God sends us through circumstances because he's trying to prove us, because he's trying to build us, because he's trying to build something into us so that we can be stronger in that situation. The next situation that comes your way, you're stronger in that one than you were in that one. Talk about it, Because God is working in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Their situation may be identical Though they share in what is called the human experience, but their emotional and psychological makeup and genetic makeup is not the same. I can't tell you how you should feel in the situation that you are in. Because I don't feel that way. Huh? I can't tell you how to feel because I don't feel that way. We can go through the same situation, but yet I can't tell you where you should think that or you should feel that. The reality is that's how you feel. The reality is that's how you think. But I can tell you that this is the fact. Yes, sir. That even though you think that way and even though you feel that way, it does not change the word of God. I may go through a situation and I might feel like I'm all by myself, but God said I will never leave you or forsake you. So it doesn't matter how I feel in that situation, but what matters is what does say the Lord in every trial, in every test, in every tribulation. The one thing that we should hold on to is the word of God. This is what God said to me. Yes, sir. No matter how dark the night may be, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Even though I may feel weak in a given situation, he said that in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. If that's what he said, that's what he means. And that's what I need to get a hold of. It was really imperative to arrange the title of this message. As it is because we were not always saved. That's right. We were not always spiritually minded. Amen. All of our lives. We, 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 we all have been affected by the mental stimuli that comes our way every day. And the ingrained psychological conditioning that comes our way every day. The people that we're around, the things we listen to, the things we hear on TV, the things we hear on the radio begins to condition us to think a certain way. And you, we cannot bring those things over into what God is doing because those things help us to uh, respond to our situations and circumstances and to look at our circumstances and situations a certain way. That's why the Bible says. 
Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why can't some people make progress in their lives? Because their thinking hasn't changed. They're still thinking the same way when they were on stuck in the world. Huh? Still thinking the same thing. Still, still nursing the same thoughts. Still rocking the same thought. If we're going to do better, we have to think better. One more time. Bible said, as a man or a woman, think it in their heart, so is he, so is she. You cannot separate a person from their thinking. I'm sorry. Thinking. Your mind. However we think, it's going to come out. We can hide it, but yet God will put us in situations, not because he doesn't like us. Don't get it, don't get it, don't get it wrong now, don't get it twisted. He's got bringing us into situations because he doesn't like us, but he's bringing us into situations to show us what's really in us. Because some of us can hide as long as the pressure ain't on. I know that's good, not, that's not good English. I know what it is. Uh, we, many of us can hide as long as the pressure right. is not on, but it sounds better. It ain't on. Yeah. As long as the pressure ain't on, we're able to hide and to, and to go along and to smile and say, praise the Lord, even though we know it's suffering on the inside, even though we know we're going through on the inside. You see, there was a doctrine that came across Christianity, and what it said was negative confession. If, if you have to confess it, and, and if you confess it, then it's not real. No, it is real. Yes, yes sir. But there is also a real God That's right. that will deal with that situation. See, some of us have been trying to handle things the way we handle it in the world. Well, I got this. I got this. I can handle this. I can do this. I got this. I got this. I got this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can and yet God is saying, cast all your care upon me because I care for you. Why can't some people seem to get it together in the spiritual? Because they're still living in that same natural place. Yes, Too many. Lord have mercy. Too many of us, really. Many of us have heard the phrase that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Or one way or the other, we're going to get it done. But if there is going to be any progress in our lives, there is only one way to get there. When Jesus talked about a man or a woman moving and progressing and doing better and going forward and all those things, Jesus said, I am. The way in definite audience. I am not a way. I am the way. Not a truth. I am the truth. Not a life. I am the life. We have to watch. We have to watch what we listen to. We have to watch what we entertain. We have to watch the people that we're around. And if no matter how much we might like those people, when they get to talking like that, we need to say, hold up, 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 hold up. Let me tell you something. Words have power. And if you're not speaking into my destiny, if you're not speaking into what God is saying, if you're not saying what he's saying, then I don't need to listen to you. Because all you're going to do is it, 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 it be a crutch for me to keep thinking like I'm thinking and doing like I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. I need to connect myself with people that are connected That's with right. God. That's right. That's it. All right, so. My Lord, my God. Bible said there is a way that seems right unto a man. Oh, but the end. 
the end of that way is destruction. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 and 14, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide, listen, listen, wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many, did you hear that? Many inside the church and outside the church. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say, he didn't uh, designate a place. He said many, it doesn't matter where the many are, but many even those that have heard messages after messages, Sunday after Sunday, have heard the preacher preach, and all these things, been the Bible uh, study, and all that kind of stuff. Many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. We need to pray and ask Jesus, Jesus, let me be one of those few. Just let me be one of the few. Even if I got to stand by myself, I want to walk in that path that leads to life, even though it's a narrow way, even though it's a way that I can't carry a lot of people with me, even though it's a way I can't carry a lot of stuff with me, let me walk in that narrow way if I have to walk with just me and you. That's it. Oh, my Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 6 and 16, thus saith the Lord. Did you hear what I say? Thus saith the Lord God be. Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. You know, many times today we, we, we have gotten away from the old paths. And, 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 and see, Jesus, he's, the Bible said that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus never changes. The way he does say he's, he's still sovereign. There's still a way. There's still a good way. And even though it's an old way, it does not mean that it does not apply to today. Those that walk with God back then that found that way in the book of uh, in, uh, Hebrews in chapter 11, by faith, this one did that. By faith, that one did that. By faith, that one did that. By huh? Yeah. How are we going to do it today if we walk in that old way? Even though it's old, it still works. Even though it's old, it still applies. Even though it's old, it still will take you on to glory. Even though it's old, it will still give you power. Don't change. No, it don't change. Old means that a lot of times in our mind that things need to be done away when it's old. Uh, get rid of that. That's old. But it still works. We don't need to get rid of the church doesn't need to get rid of that old way of holiness. It doesn't need to get rid of that old way of trusting God. It doesn't need to get rid of that old way of holding on to God when you don't even see the change. You still hold on until the change comes. What did Job said? I will, I will trust him. I will hold on until my change comes. The old path. He said, where is the good way? There was a good way. And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, listen to what they said. They said, we will not walk therein. It's up to you and I to decide what path we really want to walk on and how, where are we trying to go anyway. If we're trying to get somewhere, there's a road that leads there. If you ask anybody today how to get to Florida, they're going to tell you to get on I-10 and go I-10 west and all this kind of thing. But let me tell you something. If you don't follow that way, then you won't get where you're trying to go because there's a way that will bring you where you're trying to go. And where are we trying to go? We're trying to go the way that God wants us to go. Isn't that right? 
We want to go the way that he wants us to go. So if we want to go the way that he wants us to go, then we have to walk down the path that gets us to that place. It's, 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 it's illogical. It is illogical to say I'm trying to get somewhere, but yet I won't get on the road that takes me there. Uh-uh. Don't work that way. <laughs> they, say we, they say we won't walk that way. Well, if you won't walk that way, which way are you walking? You ain't gonna get away huh? Which way are we walking? The road map is right here. Jesus said in John 10, 1, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. The same is a thief and a robber. Well, well, Rev, what about that thief? A thief is someone who looks for and wants the goods without earning them. We will not get anything in God, anything without earning it, without going the way, without doing the work that it takes. The Bible said to work out your soul's salvation with fear and with trembling. With respect for God and trembling in his presence. Sometimes today I just wonder because people just don't fear God like they used to. They just do any kind of thing, any kind of thing in the church and expect to get to a certain point in God. Expect to get to a certain place in God but won't do what it takes to get there. They don't fear God. They don't respect God or anything. Trying Trying to come up some other way. There is. There is. There is no other way. Jesus said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. We have to learn that it is a serious thing when we're on this Christian path. Because we're not promised tomorrow. Because we're not promised the next minute. Because we're not promised the next second. But I hope all of our feet will be on that path that leads to life. As it relates to our subject, which is the path of progress. It is my firm conviction that we must be open to leadership no matter our experiences in the past and how different or new things may be now. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. And even how uncertain we are at times. In other words, we can't look at something and say, well, no, we always did it this way, Ram. We always uh-huh. did it this way. Nobody has ever told us about this. Nobody has ever showed us these things. And how do we know these things are true anyway? Because we have to be willing to be hooked up and listen to leadership that is listening to God. Yes, yes sir. Yes. That's the conduit. Yeah. I believe that there's a lot of leaders in here. Mm-hmm. The progress and unfolding of your destiny is in part tied to the one who leads you. Did you hear what I said? Your destiny is in part tied to the one who leads you. A leader, a true leader, should always have their arm extended and their hand pointing and be able to see where God is and say, there he is right there. You over here doing this, but let me tell you, hold up, wait, wait, my sister, my sister, my brother. There he is right there. He's over here. He's wanting you to do this right here, but you're too busy doing that. But your leader should be able to point you to where God is. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, let me have close. Come now, therefore. He told Moses, come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh. Who will send him unto Pharaoh? 
that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. The leader that we're to be joined to is the one that has joined themselves to God. The Bible says in Exodus 33 and verse 11, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. The Bible said that God spoke to Moses face to face. So what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be following the man of God that is following God. First three verses of our text in Numbers 13. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers. Shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them? He sent all the rulers into the land to search out the land. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. Let me tell you something. A leader cannot lead where they have not gone. And first of all, God wants the leaders to experience it first and then the people yes. to get into what he has shown the leaders to the people to get into what he has put inside of the leadership. Mm -hmm. A leader cannot show anyone the way unless they have first seen Come on. Come on. the way. Amen. Then came his disciples and said unto him, thou knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. A leader cannot adequately lead spiritually speaking where they have not at any time first gone themselves why 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 that's why Jesus is the ultimate leader numbers 13 4 through 16 says and these were the names of the tribes of uh, uh, Reuben that's the one that he sent out the 10 spies that he sent out Reuben and he sent out Zachor and he sent out Simeon and all these other people that he sent out. He sent out leaders because the leader, if the leadership is out of touch with God, then everybody else is going to be out of That's touch right. with God. Amen. That's right. Amen. Well, let me ask you this. It seems sort of illogical to me. God had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Okay. And yet God says, Moses. I want you to send out the spies so that you can touch what I'm giving you. So that you can smell uh -huh. what I'm giving you. Yeah. So that you can see what I'm giving you. And they went and they spied out the land and they came back, some of them, and they said, yes, the land is as the Lord said. Yeah. It's a good land. Yeah. It's flowing with milk and honey. It's a good land. Here is the proof of the land. You and I are proof that God will bring you to some awesome places. Because God has given us proof because God has worked in your life and God has worked in my life. I know he's putting miracles in your life and I know he's done miracles in my life. Well, why is it at times that we still doubt? Come on, come on. 
He's already showed us the land. He's already brought back. He's given us proof of what he's talking about. He's given us his word. And, and God said that it, he is not a man that he should lie. Isn't that right? He's not a man that he should lie. So God has given us all of these things. But yet, jubilation stopped. And they started to complain against Moses. Why are people complaining in the church against the leadership? Why are people complaining in the church against their pastor? Why are they complaining against the deacon? Why are they complaining against the leadership? Because somebody went to them because they didn't know how to say hold up and put a wall between them and that person. They didn't know how to do that. See, they didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you something. When you have to put the wall up, mm -hmm, they're going to come out. That's it. That go to wall. That's it. Because I can't allow this right here. Come on. To keep me from where God is That's concerned. Right. I'm going to That's the right. Did not tell you that they had 18 oh, stops? You didn't tell me that he brought you to a time of bitterness when it took, took the, a branch and put it in the water and the water was bitter but it turned sweet because of the branch. What was that branch? Jesus. Yeah. Come on. The Bible said he's the branch. So it took yeah. that branch and put it in the water and it became sweet. There was a time when they were hungry. You ever been hungry? There was a time when they were hungry. But God met the need. He yes. gave them food in yes. the wilderness. They said that they received manna from on high. It said that they all drank the same spiritual drink. When they needed water, Moses went to the rock and he struck the rock and water came out of that rock. But what was that rock? Corinthians tells us that the rock that followed them was Christ. Yes. Christ was following them through every situation that yes. they went through. You don't see it yet, but you will. Yes. He was following them through every situation that they went through. When they got mad from on high, what is mad? Come on. Pray. Jesus said, your yes. father, they mad in the wilderness. They came down from heaven. But Jesus said, I am that living bread. Yes. I'm the bread that yes. came down out of heaven. Who was yes. the one who was in the wilderness with them? Don't get discouraged because you're going through your wilderness. Jesus said, I'm praying. The prayer was in the wilderness. Some of us trying to get out of the wilderness, but we need to learn how to live in the wilderness. So that we can come out of the wilderness. Come out the same way as when we went into the wilderness. Huh? A lot of us talking about, Lord, just get me out of this situation, Jesus. Come on. Get me out of this situation, Lord. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. And God said, stay there. That's it. Stay right there. Stay right there. It's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't care about you. But let me tell you something. The end result is more important than how comfortable I am right now. The end result. A lot of times we're looking at right now, but God is not just looking at right now. He's looking at right now. Then, 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 and then. God is looking at the whole spectrum. Yes, He's looking at the whole thing. Why are you allowing me to go through these situations? He said, I'm not just allowing you to go through these situations. I'm going through these situations. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It's all called progress. Help us. I'm saying, they were all, just like us this morning, just like us this morning, we're all in this room. We're all here in the same church. But yet, what are we going to do with it? Come on. Is faith going to be mixed in our heart? That's and we say, Lord, next time when I'm in the wilderness, I'm going to remember what Reverend Lewis said. I'm going to remember what your word says. Uh, I'm going through this wilderness, but you are right here in this wilderness with me, yes, trying yes. to teach me. 
happen right now today. Lord Jesus. Come on. Because we are well able to go into the yes. land. God promised us the land. God has set the land before us. And if we don't listen to him, shame on us. That's right. He said we are well able. Joshua said, if God be pleased with us, Come on. we shall enter into the land. That's right. God has already set it up. Come on. God has already given us yes. all but he has to be pleased. We have to present ourselves that's to God right. in such a way that he's pleased with us. Please. Yes, that's right. Because yes, just like God said he'll bring us in, you think that's well, well, Come on. Yes, indeed. Oh, help us today, Jesus. God, what God has a place for us. God has things already set up. Yes, he does. He wants us to enter in to my his rest. God, Don't let nobody stop you I know from entering right. into his rest. Don't let your own mind play tricks on you. It. Because the way that we thought in the world, we have to get rid of all that's that right. The way we used to reason out things, we have to get rid of all that reasoning. All yes. those things have to go. He said that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Not just his spirit, not just his soul, right. but his mind. He thinks different. He acts different. Yes. He's not the same person. The thing that he did before, he doesn't do anymore. That's it. The thing that she did before, she doesn't do anymore. Because she got a transforming yes. experience with yes. Jesus Christ. He has yes. got a transforming experience yes. with Jesus Christ. He said, don't be conformed to this world. Yes. Be transformed. Yes.
want to say this about Brother Preston's daughter. I met her while we were with my mother-in-law in the nursing home. And I didn't know her, but she knew my, one of my sisters. And she came over and she said, um, you joined this And I said, yeah. I said, well, who are you? And she told me who she was. But she had such a sweet, sweet spirit. And I was so sorry because there were so many people I fell in love with in that nursing home. I was more sorry I had to leave. But she was so kind and so generous. If there was anything, she would always come and check on us. And in the mornings when we get there, she would say, Miss Johnson, I said, what's the matter, baby? She said, I went in and I prayed with your mother-in-law here. I said, oh, thank you for that. That to me means so much. And I was just so distraught when Reverend said about her that she had passed because I had been keeping up with her sister-in-law with her, you know, how she was doing and everything. But I'm praying that God hear your prayer. He will. And I trust God to do what he's supposed to do. He brought so many people, wonderful people, into our lives at that point, at that time when we needed it. And guess what? He's going to do the same thing for you and your family. He will. Just trust him. Lord, that he would give you everything. 